Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Erin Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants and immigration and everything in between. Thank you for listening and downloading the show, and thank you for supporting my dad. Beautiful people, welcome and thank you for joining me for another episode of An Immigrant's Life. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at An Immigrant's Life. You can listen to the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Just a side note, I've been trying to improve the video content on the YouTube channel of An Immigrant's Life. I've been adding pictures of the guests so you can have a visual idea of what they look like and whatever cool things they do. And I'm pretty proud of that and I hope you are enjoying it too. On a personal note, summer here in Montreal have kicked off and with the lockdown easing up, our beautiful city is slowly getting back to its old glory. And I hope that's the same case where you're at. Okay. Enough with my blabbering, let's talk about the episode. This week's guest is a person, what they call a man about town. He's a sophisticated individual that loves experiencing different cultures while taking amazing photographs. And if you'd like to see some of his photos, check the links on the description of this episode. Enough said, so without further ado, let's get into the show. Isa, dalawa, tatlo. Today's guest is a photographer, a traveler, and a classy gentleman. He's as smooth as Sharukan, and he's the Sri Lankan Ansel Adams. Everyone, please welcome Arun Somasundram. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, it is me, Arun Somasundram. Uh, thanks for the intro. <laughs> A very nice intro. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I lo- I, I'm happy you like it. Uh, so yeah, I'm. Uh, that's me. I'm Arun Somasundram. I'm 33 years old, born and raised in uh, Montreal. Hmm. My parents are uh, came from Sri Lanka, so I'm uh, Canadian Sri Lankan. Hmm. Before we move on, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. No problem. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, my first question, I can't believe I'm asking this question again, but Marvel versus DC. Oh, DC, man. (laughs) DC, Batman, Superman, you name it. Yeah, me too, DC. I mean, obviously, I like some characters in Marvel, but DC, right? Yeah, I like the. Honestly, that's uh, when I was a kid, it was. uh, Wow, actually, uh, I think we're almost the same age, close, similar age. Hmm. That was what we grew up with, you know. comics uh but i definitely like batman that was my that's why i like dc man yeah batman's the shit man yeah exactly (laughs) but you know what marvel did it up too you know i I gotta say they uh like the movies you know it was was nice yeah man the movie they did it well yeah you're you're right so uh you know everything is cool but my preference is yeah i like dc i like the dark and gritty you know yeah boy let's go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome yeah i agree with that batman's awesome and it's i've talked to this I've, I've talked about this on my other episode and right i always i said before that superman is he's too nice yeah he's too nice yeah yeah but they try to make him dark now you know like, <laughs> like the last movies uh try to make him i don't know earth earthly more i don't know <laughs> yeah you're right yeah. did you like the last one 
the last last one oh uh not really man they really uh i don't know there was a whole like the they made the justice league movie right well no the solo superman oh yeah i liked it i liked it man yeah. of steel yeah I yeah that's that it, uh, it i like i like it there's one thing that they did that kind of killed it for me that i didn't like it that he killed someone he killed yes, the guy? yeah see yeah. i see that right there i just i know you're a nerd i know you're real yeah it's like uh batman you know using a gun you know to kill it's like it's like a no-no you know yeah that's it's, that's superman he doesn't kill that's what makes him special i guess you know how did you feel when he killed the guy i was like oh okay it's uh i think i think the director had his reason why you know i think Maybe that was his reason why not to kill ever again. You know, maybe he, who knows the, what what path he was going to take. But for me, it was like, oh, you know, the Superman I grew up with, he never killed anybody. Exactly. Was, uh, I don't know? mind changes. I don't mind. Yeah. But you don't change the core of the character. That's his thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like you said, going back to your point about Batman, he doesn't use the gun, period. He doesn't use the gun. That's it, you know? Because... After what he lived, what he saw, when his parents get died by the gun, he's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly. going to use the gun. Though, even though there were all the first few Batman um, comics, there was actually parts that he was holding a gun. It's right, an actual right. gun, but he never used yeah. it. He, he never used owned. it, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But let's move on from being nerds. No problem. <laughs> so you mentioned that you were born in Montreal. And yeah. your parents were from Sri Lanka. Exactly, yeah. So my parent, my dad, he came. Well, the reason they left Sri Lanka is that at that time there was a war. Uh, I'm not. I don't know if you're familiar. There was a civil war between uh, the minority and the majority. So I, my parents come from the minority areas, Sri Lankan Tamils. Okay, the Tamil, yeah. the Tamil Tigers. Yeah. Those are the guys. Yeah, so the minority in the country is Tamil-speaking people. Mm. It's a minority. They live up in the northern uh, part of Sri Lanka, northern east. And the majority is uh, Sinhalese-spoken citizens. Mm. So the government was mostly, uh, it was all Sinhalese government. And before it was a British, uh, the British was there. Mm -hmm. So when they left, they gave the power to the the Sinhalese uh, government. Mm, why? So, why Sinhalese? I, I I don't know the full details, but mm. I guess maybe they were the majority. Uh, was the the deal? So uh, unfortunately, you know, the Tamils felt like they were uh, didn't get the uh, the same amount of rights benefits. So it ended up turning into a civil war. And that's how the Tamil Tigers was uh, mm. uh, came out. Before it was mostly uh, protests and all that stuff. But then eventually it just got escalated. And that's how the Tigers uh, came about. Mm-hmm. So that was around 82. Mm-hmm. So that's when it all started. Uh, my dad left. My, um, my dad left to Sri Lanka. How old was he? Uh, he was uh, in his 20s. Mm, he was yeah. in his, uh, I would say late twenties. Yeah, late twenties. Mm-hmm. And he left. Uh, the plan was to go to Canada, but he stopped. He had a few pit stops. He saw he he stopped in Germany for a bit. Mm, why? So 
he was living there. I think my uncle was there. My mother, mm. my so uh, he stayed there. He worked for a bit. Uh, then he uh, traveled to uh, to uh, Canada. Mm. So why didn't how... why sorry why didn't he stay in Germany? Uh, I I'm not sure to be honest. He he never told us why. He just said he worked there. Uh, but I think uh, Canada had a more of a uh, welcoming, I guess. I think at that time the immigration was easier too. I, I believe mm-hmm. it was a bit more open. So he went over there. Uh, my mother was still in Sri Lanka at that time. Oh, were they married? No, no, they weren't married. Okay, but, okay. Uh, where my parents were born, it was all a, like a family neighborhood. You know, everybody knew each other. It was like uh, my mother's side was 10 siblings. <laughs> you know. Oh so, she was like the youngest, so all of her all of her siblings, some of them were married, they had kids, they married, you know, the the neighbor's daughter or the neighbor's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, my grandfather was well was well off. He was a mm. businessman. Okay. So, he he bought houses uh, for for the family, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like the whole block was like uh, <laughs> you know, just your people yeah, right exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. But un- unfortunately, everybody you know had to leave because of the war, uh, and there was just no future. You know, there was bombs, there was shelling. It was it was hard. You know, my uh, lost one of my aunts because mm. of that too. Oh. So that's uh, how my dad traveled. He he came as a as a refugee mm. to uh, Montreal. He came as a refugee, and he. He came in Montreal at 84, and my mother joined in 86. Okay. Uh, And they got married here in Montreal. Oh, they got married here. If you don't mind me asking, were they arranged? They were. So they knew each other from Mm -hmm. back home. Uh, They were arranged, but they also, they liked each other too, Mm -hmm. you know? So it works both ways. It it worked both ways, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's how they met. And they came here. They got married here in uh, 86. Mm-hmm. They got married in 86. You showed up? 88. Yeah, I showed up uh, two years later, yeah. Do you have siblings? Yeah, uh, we're three, where I am the oldest. Mm-hmm. My, I have a sister who's uh, two years younger than me, and I have a younger brother who's 10 years apart. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. God. Buzzer beater, clutch! Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we're so we're three in total. Mm. Have you visited Sri Lanka? Yes, I have. I have visited uh, when I was four years old. So in 1992, mm-hmm. I visited Sri Lanka, and I visited again in 2016. Okay, as you alone or with your no, parents? No, me, my family. Uh, oh. uh, we actually went as a big group of family because I have a lot of family in Europe. Mm. A lot. So <laughs> we met up uh, in Sri Lanka and we visited the country, you know, visited all the family, wow. explored. But in 92 was a different story because my grandfather passed away, my mother's uh, uh, dad. So for me, it was like uh, quite the experience because, you know, one moment I'm home, next moment uh, I'm in a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing you know, you see palm trees and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, rickshaws and it was uh, <laughs> was a strange experience yeah so when you went back 2016 you said how old yeah. were you then 
I was 2016. Uh, I was 27. 27. Uh, sorry, no, sorry, sorry. I was 29. 29. So you were a, you're a man. Yeah, exactly. Did you uh, roam around by yourself? I mean, with your cousin, obviously. Yeah, but... well, some of my cousins, you know, we roamed around. Uh, very different, you know. It's I'm exploring this culture, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Tell us what the difference were, like something that like were glaring at you. So when I landed there, uh, landed in the capital, Colombo, you know, it was like a city, right? Uh, mm. People busy, uh, going to work. Uh, uh, but it was a more simpler life. People had what they need, you know. It It's slowly getting a bit Western, you know, in Colombo, the city. Uh, you know, people with the phones and everything. And, mm -hmm. uh, but when I went to Jaffna, which is the northern part of Sri Lanka, things are a little bit different. Hmm. You know, it's still like a, uh, a little bit older, a lot of broken down homes. You know, there's a lot of uh, poor, definitely you could see the poor uh, people. Uh, but I didn't see the stress in people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, people who were living, you know, they, they had little, but they had time, you know, they had life, they had... Uh, you know, they didn't have everything like what we have here, you know. Mm -hmm. They had maybe a, a table with a few chairs, a sofa, necessities, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, people felt less busy. People felt less stress. There was more uh, uh, communication, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, There's less want. Yeah, there was less want, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, and, uh, I love that. Also, they're always, they could have nothing in their house and you showed up and you're like, they will give you the best thing they can give you. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. You know, they <laughs> get the, uh, well, for me, when I, wanted, when I went to Sri Lanka, I, I, it was important for me to uh, see as much as I can. Mm. You know, I wanted to see uh, travel and uh, my parents, you know, they wanted to go and visit people, you know. <laughs> I'm like, Look, uh, you can go visit the eighty-year-old neighbor or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to see the the landscape, uh, uh, different towns, you know. Mm -hmm. Why was it important to you? It just to see a different, just to have a different perspective, you know. What was different, you know? Uh, I like to see that different, uh, to get a different perspective, you know. Mm -hmm. The history, history is important, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. So that that was my main reason, and it was mm. very fun. Uh, I was also it? was actually for me it was like I was a bit scared going because <laughs> before I go I went to Europe and stuff. So it's like, but when you go back when you go to Sri Lanka it's like okay, uh, I had these uh, perspectives. Oh, am I gonna get robbed? Am I gonna <laughs> get uh, you know you know because my parents are like oh be careful, uh, uh, people might come, they might take your money, blah you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's, there's bugs, there's snakes, uh, poisonous, <laughs> uh, you know. You soft Canadian kid. <laughs> exactly, yeah, you know. You know, when I went to Jaffna, you know, uh, the houses, there, the doors, they don't lock the doors, you know. The windows are open. There's nothing uh, to steal. Nothing, you know, yeah, you know, you can, uh, you know, uh, people can come in. Uh, there could be snakes, they could, who knows, I was just freaking <laughs> out. You know, but honestly, after a week, I got, I felt like I was... I was comfortable, you know. Mm -hmm. It was very interesting, yeah. That's awesome. I, I like that you said uh, you were comfortable. You felt like 
that DNA inside you kicking yeah, in. Man. <laughs> at, one, at one moment, uh, because it's a town at night, it's like pitch black. You don't see uh, much. Hmm. I was outside. Uh, over there, they have uh, wells. I don't know back uh, in Philippines if you guys had wells in your houses or... Um, well, my town has become industrialized, so we, okay. we don't... But yeah, when I was younger, yeah, we used to have wells. Yeah, you know, so the pump? Was, exactly. So <laughs> the, the, there was a well and there was a bucket. But So you take the water, and that's the water you use to shower. Yeah. But the water was, it was, it felt different. It was fresh. It was cold. It was, it was clean, you know? <laughs> and I, t- I took a shower maybe three times a day because it's super hot. Yeah. There. Yeah. But, you're right. Uh, you know, I'm out in the middle of the night taking a shower. You know, I wasn't worried uh, about anything. You know, was... No, no one's going to touch you anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody knows. First, like you said, it's all your family. Exactly. And then yeah. friends of family. Exactly. It was all, uh, so I, I felt good. It felt good. Uh, that's awesome. Are you planning to go back again, or? Uh, I would like to definitely for, uh, but right now it's difficult. Of course, yeah. What's happening? But uh, I definitely want to go back in the next two, three years for sure. Hmm. Yeah. When uh, I know in Sri Lanka, there's a caste system. Do they still follow that stupid thing? Uh, probably over there, yes. They, they still, still do. do. It still do, but it's funny enough. People here in that settled down here still uh, uh, look at caste. You know, unfortunately, so stupid. It's not, yeah, it's very stupid, and uh, it's not as like before, but it's still there. Yeah, you know? it's still there. Uh, luckily, my parents, you know, they, they they never looked at that. You know, that's good. That's uh, very good. But it it exists. You know. Yeah, um, I didn't really look at it when I went to Sri Lanka. Um, I didn't see it. I didn't talk about it, so I don't know if it uh, if it exists. But it's less than before for sure. But it's there. It's there. Yeah, and it's important that your parents are so liberal about it that, like, yeah, that's stupid. Don't listen to that stupid thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I had a I have a friend here. Uh, he's Sri Lankan. Right? Okay. I don't know what, but he believes in it. He's a, really? such a nice guy, but he does it. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why do you, like, why? You're a smart guy. Why? You know? So he yeah. told me that, let's say, I don't know what caste he is. If he will still make friends with other caste. However, if they come to his house, he won't allow them to drink from the cup that they drink oh, from. Oh, yeah. That, that just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's... That's a, a another extreme, extreme level of it. It, it. It's true. There is people like that. They don't. It's just a. It's all psychological, you know. That's nuts. Yeah. It's is, unfortunate, did, but where did that come from? It's a good. That's a good question. You know, it's it's, a, it's it's something I never really researched, but it it comes from the towns. You know, when the, there's a lot of towns in uh, Jaffna, right? So. There's a certain group of people and certain group of people do a certain type of job. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in India and Sri Lanka, the, the most important caste is the, 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 the families that work with, grew up in the religious uh, the temples. Yeah, the Brahmins, exactly. You know, you know the, the family of priests or... Uh, uh, Who cares? Yeah. Are you a good person? That's the question. That's it. That's it. Yeah. 
But because I ask you because I heard it somewhere, which I'd never followed up, that it was the British that like started it. It's it's possible too, you know. It uh, they before I think before the British, I think it was more uh, everybody was closer, and I think mm. after. Because once the British comes, you know, there are certain jobs, certain trades, you know. So mm -hmm. that for sure separated people, right? So. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So gr you grew up as a yeah. Canadian with immigrant parents that you mentioned. Exactly. They're very liberal people. But I'm sure there were still challenges oh, there, that comes with oh. that. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, me growing up here with my parents was uh, not, I wouldn't, it was hard. Hmm. It was hard because they were very strict. Okay. Me being the oldest too, uh, they didn't know what uh, the Canadian culture, you know, they, they <laughs> didn't, you know, and my parents were, we only had a few family friends, my, my, my uncle and aunt who lived here. And very few friends, so they didn't they didn't associate with a big uh, community. Mm, why? My parents were they were more reserved. My parents are very quiet. They like uh, reserved uh, parents. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to family, they're open. Mm. You know the they're they just not trusting. Yeah, they're not very trusting. Mm -hmm. Probably from past experiences. Of course, uh, yeah. You know, so uh, me growing up. I couldn't go out as often. I couldn't have uh, friends come over. I couldn't go to friends' houses. <laughs> my my parents are afraid that you know they might kill me or they might, <laughs> you know they might give me the wrong food or you know stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, so my whole I would say uh, until mid high school it was like that. You know, the very strict uh, education, study, study, study. Yeah, uh, I I still had a Nintendo. Don't worry, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm they're not allowed. animals. They're not Nazis. Yeah, yeah. They're know? nice people. Yeah, they're just straight. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I I had the like honestly, I had a good childhood. I played with friends. I had a bike. I you know, like uh, any normal Canadian kid. But I just wanted to, to go a little bit further. You know, I mm. wanted to go to a friend's house. I wanted to go to the birthday parties. I wanted to have a birthday party. No, know, no birthday parties. Like I never had a, my own birthday party where my friends would come, you know. Why? It would be only it would only be family birthday parties. Oh, yeah. You know, my, that's immigrant. My parents, <laughs> yeah, exactly. My parents didn't want to invite for another group or uh, white kids or uh, you know my good friends from school. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, Why not? Uh, though? I think they were just afraid. I don't know. It was some. Uh, they were afraid me I was going to get brainwashed. I don't know. It was just fear. Also, yeah. they don't know what to do and feed them. Exactly. That too. That too, yeah. Feed I think them curry. It. They love curry. <laughs> yeah. They love spice. Yeah, I remember one time, uh, I used to, we used to live in an apartment, and my, my parents weren't home. So it was after school. My parents weren't home. And uh, so my friend... He invited me over to his house, who would live right in front. Hmm. So I went there and I was waiting. Uh, I was for me. I was like, oh, are my parents? I'm not with my parents. I'm at my friend's house. You know, I was having a blast. His mom made me food. You know, hmm. and then I see my parents coming. You know, 
and I'm like, oh, I'm here, you know. She's like, no, okay, get your ass home now, you know. Oh. I'm, I'm eating. They're like, no, 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 come home now, now, now. They like, yeah, like I left the plate of food and I, I, I went home. Wow. Yeah, my parents were very uh, 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 close-minded in terms of this uh, subject, you know. Mm-hmm. Did and, they try to talk to the parents of the other kids? Oh, they, yeah. The, 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 my friend's mom was like, oh, no, it's okay. He's, he's eating. Uh, but my mom didn't find it appropriate for me to be eating at their house. Why? I, I think she thought it was a bad uh, habit or a bad, it's not uh, um, decent or something for some reason, you know? Yeah, you're right. Because I remember growing up, I was that, like that too. They, my, I grew up with my grandma and she doesn't like that. Okay. Yeah. She does. She, well, I, this is my grandma's idea. This is what okay. she told us was that they don't have much already. Exactly. Why are you taking their food for? But you're in Canada. <laughs> exactly. So th- I, that mindset from home, they brought it here too. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Uh, that's what happened. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But other than that, oh, the, uh, so I guess no sleepovers, eh? No sleepovers. That was, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even for uh, high school, uh, sorry, school trips, that was uh, difficult too, you know? I, uh the school trip was not bad, you know. Those day trips were okay, but there was one, two trips where it involved uh, going far, like going to Quebec City, mm-hmm. and my parents didn't want to let me go. Ooh, they were scared. And then the teacher called my parents. They're like, "Oh, how come you're not letting your son? Is it because of money? Is it because of this?" <laughs> the moment they think they they heard the teacher say because of money, they're like, "No, no, no! They let me. <laughs> they signed me up, man." No way. Yeah, they 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 got embarrassed because they thought it was about a. <laughs> You know, because my parents, they, they had a lot of honor, you know, my parents. So mm-hmm. so they let me go. Just because of the teachers, they, oh, because of the money? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't about the money. It was just, um, they were just afraid of yeah. me getting lost or, or uh, you know, in a different city. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they tried to protect you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, overprotective. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the problem is overprotective. Yeah. You know, but like you said, it's from where they, you know, how exactly. they grew up. Exactly. Bombs are bo- yeah. dropping. You know, they always have that fear, like oh, something bad will happen. Yeah. Uh, I was I was never put in sports. You know, I wanted to play sports. I wanted to <laughs> no sports. No sports team. Nothing. I was afraid I was gonna afraid I was gonna hurt myself. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, a lot of you know, I wanted to play hockey. I wanted to ice skate. That that was my dream when I was a kid. I wanted to play. A, because I liked hockey, you know. I was uh, on the streets with my friends. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wanted to go into ice uh, hockey, but they didn't let me. God, Dan, who, yeah. we would have had a Sri Lankan Wayne Gretzky over here. Maybe, man. I was, a, <laughs> I, uh, I was very motivated to be a hockey player at, uh, at that moment. Yeah, because they're, they're denying you. Yeah. You That's know? why you want more. Exactly. That's... So... As time goes on, as I went into high school, uh, you know, high school is a different environment. You know, but now people are more kids, are, you know, teenagers, you know, they want to re- rebellious. Mm. I started to become very rebellious mm. because now, you know, I, I, like you're limiting me. You know, I, I want to go out. I want to do this. Uh, I want to be with my friends, you know, I, you know, for because I used to live uh, close to my high school. Mm-hmm. 
So I used to walk back, uh, 15 minute walk back uh, home in school. Okay. So my mom would be like, oh, where are you? It's 20 minutes. You oh, know? shit. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, hang around, you know, walk around with my friends. It was like, it's always a big deal for them. When you're late, you got beat up? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> a, a, few, a few screens, a few uh, slaps here and there. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. You have, you have to be, take that immigrant yeah. hit, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I got a lot of beatings. <laughs> oh, man. That sucks. But what are you going to do, you know? Exactly. You know what? Uh, that was my path, I guess. That was the path that was destined for me. I took it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it made me more open-minded, strangely mm. enough. You know, it because they were close-minded, I became very open-minded. Mm. You know, I, um, out of all my uh, siblings, I'm the open, most open-minded. Mm. You know, I'm the one who likes to travel. I'm the one who likes to... Uh, try different things. I'm the one who likes to go on road trips. Uh, uh, whereas my my sister and my brother, they're a bit more uh, settled down, more quiet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, because I was the loud one. I was the rebellious one. So I think they, they, they're they like, oh, we don't want to be like uh, the big brother. <laughs> so your friends, are they... Yeah, so, so in elementary school, my friends were mostly uh, white. Mm. There was there was no Sri Lankan. There was very because <laughs> I lived in the West Island, so that time the West Island was very very few Sri Lankans. Oh wow! So in school, you know, there was very few uh, dark skin or Indian Sri Lankan. Very few, you know. So in your class, how many? I there was like two. It was just <laughs> me. Yeah, two, three, man, max. That was it. You know, and throughout the whole school, maybe uh, 15. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So but, the, a, but were there times that you felt unwelcome? Yeah, there was sometimes when I was in grade two, three, you know, you know, riding the bus, you know, there was a lot of, you know, uh, uh, you know, comments, you know, or name calling jokes. Yeah, name calling jokes, you know. So part of me was like angry, you know, like, uh, you know, I would get into fights in the bus, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, throw a school bag at someone, you know, yeah. um, I grew up, I, 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 I experienced, it wasn't crazy, you know, I, but I experienced that for sure. You know, Hey, Packy or those kind of words. Uh, that's that's I, the worst one. I think, yeah. why they're not even, <laughs> I'm not even from Pakistan. <laughs> they're not even close. <laughs> yeah. You know, but back then people weren't aware, you know, they didn't know about the culture. They just brown skin. Uh, okay. It's from Pakistan. They're all the it, same. You know? <laughs> all the same, you know? So, but I had some really good friends, you know, like uh, uh, until uh, right up until grade eight, nine high school, mm-hmm. I, my close friends were all uh, like white guys, you know, they were good friends of mine. Mm. But then, in grade nine, like in the 2000s, there was a lot more Sri Lankan people moving into West Island. There was a mm. lot more people moving in, buying houses, you know, from the Montreal area. Mm-hmm. So I started meeting a lot of Sri Lankan people now, Sri Lankan uh, in my my school. So I was, you know, 
And the Sri Lanka kids, when they all came, they're all together. <laughs> you know, but me, I'm I'm the only one with the with the, my white friends, you know. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, so they look at me weird. Yeah. You Traitor. Know, like, oh, yeah, you know, I felt something. I'm like, okay, this guy's always with the white guys. What's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So eventually I started to know them. Some of them were in my class. I started to become, talk to them. They look, you know, you know, we, it started to become like, okay, it's cool, you know, when you got your own clique, you know, if you're same, you know, they understand me in same language and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started to know more about my culture a little bit, you know, oh, nice. I started to practice a bit my language, you know, I, I, I used to talk at home with my parents, my cousins were all spoke English, you know, but and you, do you speak it? I speak it. Yeah. I speak the, I speak it pretty good. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because of uh, those friends or your parents? Yeah. Too? Because of the friend, my parents and also with my friends, you know, mm-hmm. I started learning all the bad words from my friends, <laughs> you know, because I didn't, the... I didn't know the bad words that growing up. I didn't know. Oh, all the yeah, slang. you're right. Because your parents won't teach you that. No, no, they won't. You know, oh, maybe <laughs> like maybe the small little words, but not the really bad ones. So in high school, I started to learn more about my background. You know, the Tamil uh, words, uh, culture. Uh, that's how I learned about the caste. It was through my friends. Mm. I didn't know about the caste. My parents, they didn't really. Uh, teach me much about this they just told you yeah you're from sri lanka you're tamil uh you know a few things you know there's a war there that's it you know mm-hmm. you know my religion i was born as a hindu okay you know uh so i knew a little bit of that but that was it do you practice it now uh me no my parents they used to practice it now they they before I used to be every Friday was going to the temple, you know, mm. sitting there bored. <laughs> <laughs> the only good part was the food. That's it, you know. Yes, a friend told me about that. That you guys eat after the mass yeah. or the service. After the mass, yeah, they serve food. Yeah, you know, it's a free, free food. They make a lot of food, rice and uh, vegetables. No meat, you know. It's vegetables. That was the only, uh, uh, only bad down part. But that's how it was, man. Mm-hmm. And then now my parents are slowly, you know, that as as we got older, they got older, they got more busier, you know, working, paying the bills. Yeah. So they didn't go to uh, temples as often as before. Mm. Yeah. God understands. <laughs> yeah, God understands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. I just want to ask you one question. I just want to go back. Yeah, sure. Because you said that your parents were arranged marriage, but not really, because they actually like each other, right? They they liked each other. My my dad liked my mom, and you know, it was, mm-hmm, so yeah. that's so it worked out for them. So now my question is, what's your opinion on arranged marriage? Um, I mean, I personally don't. I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But it depends, right? Like if you look, if uh, it's like uh, sometimes we make a big deal. It's like a it's like a blind date. We think arranged marriage is a blind date. <laughs> For some people, it's a it's a forced thing. Like this is who you're marrying. That's it. Yeah, right? that sucks. You know that uh, there's there's people like that. You know the the parent both parents come. Okay, you're marrying this person, and that's it. You know that's. But uh, me, I don't I don't believe in that. I don't like. Uh, I don't 
uh, if it's an arrange where you get to know the person and uh, and you get to know a person and you realize, oh, you know what? I think it's going to work out. Then, you know, I, I, I believe in it. But me personally, I, you know, be born here, you know, um, we're raised with the whole what we see in TV and all that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, you, know, you got to meet your girlfriend and, you know, build the, yeah. uh, you know, when things get serious, you, you know, you propose, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the typical Western way. Te- yeah, typical Western way, right? Yeah. Right. Because I, I asked you that because I remember bef- like a few years ago, I was like, man, that's stupid. They're still doing the arranged marriage. And then one time I watched a documentary about arranged marriage. Okay. Right? And there's this gentleman who is, I think he was from India and he was arranged to a woman. And he said something and the woman too said something like that changed my view about it. That He says, you know, it's like, your family is helping you find a suitable uh, partner for the rest of your life. They right. kind of help you out, which is, it does make sense. You know, you don't have to yeah. go on a date or whatever. You exactly. find a, they find a nice woman for you or a nice dude for you or whatever. Every, like you don't have to do anything again. Like you said, if they force you, that kind of sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Other than that, but other than that, Hey, it would have been nice if, you know, obviously I'm married and everything, but, if somebody like my family, like, oh, we found this nice girl for you and I like her, I'm like, hells yeah, that's easy yeah, job. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Exactly. You know, the I guess before when I thought of arranged marriage, like it's forced. Mm, mm. You know, even I, I thought my parents were forced marriage when mm. I was growing up. Then, then later on, I found out that my dad, my dad liked my mom. <laughs> well, did your <laughs> mom like your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she liked him, but she was like, oh, it was all him, you know? <laughs> yeah. He made all the moves. <laughs> he made all the moves, you know. So, That's awesome. How about how about you? Yeah, yeah. Your parents? No, we don't have that. Okay. We don't in the field. Maybe like I don't know. I'm thousand and not thousand. Yeah, maybe a thousand years, thousands of years okay. ago. Yeah, we had that because this is a lot of people doesn't know Filipino culture is very based on Indian culture too. Okay. We have this writing we called Alibata that came okay. from the that came from India. Okay, like yeah, there's a lot of things that came in that central uh, India it just people were traveling, right? People were moving so mm-hmm. like uh, even if like that's an interesting point because you go into like Thailand and uh, and all those uh, Asia Pacific countries you see like that culture, you know, there's like a similarity in Yeah. Certain things. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, religion traveled, right? Yeah. And they trade and like, oh, I like that. That's cool. I want to do that too. Okay. So you said you travel a lot. Where have you traveled? So I've been, I've traveled, but I haven't traveled like, uh, I've traveled to so far. I've been to India. I've been to Sri Lanka. I went to India. That was like uh, last year. I've uh, been to Sri Lanka, I've been to England, France, Germany, mm-hmm. uh, Switzerland. Uh, I've been to the States, a few cities. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Canada, like I've been to uh, uh, Eastern Canada, you know, all the provinces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really like that. I enjoy definitely traveling in, in uh, within uh, Canada. Yeah, why? Honestly, I like the landscape. I, I'm a very, I like nature, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, I like the uh, tranquility of nature. So, you know, when you go Eastern Canada, I don't know if you've been like uh, east of Quebec, like Gaspésie, uh, uh, Prince Edward Island, uh, Nova Scotia. It's less populated. Uh, beautiful scenery, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, it's something to see when you're always used to the city. You know, all you see is buildings and noise, you know. Uh, Instead of paying a you know a two thousand dollar ticket to fly across the other side of the world, it's you know you you just pack up your car, pump some gas, and you drive off. You know. Yeah, I mean Canada is such a big country. Exactly, man. It's huge. You know. Yeah, so many see so many things to see. Like uh, this summer, I went to a small little island. Uh, it's called Ile de Madeleine. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, very interesting. You know, <laughs> you go there. You know, that's it's like a. A little island that reminded me of Sri Lanka, you know, all beaches and a uh, little bit of blue water here and there. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Well, where do you where do you stay? I go and I you know a little uh, chalets stuff like that. Oh, like Airbnbs? Yeah, Airbnbs, chalets. You know, I, that's what I do. I, I, do you I, go by yourself? No, no, I I go with my friends. Okay, I go with my friends. Yeah. Have you ever gone somewhere that you were alone? Yeah, well, I went to India last year, which I went, I traveled alone because my friend was getting married there. Mm. So I, I I went there alone, but I wasn't alone over there, you know? Yeah. But I never did travel backpacking by myself. I never did that. It's something okay. I want to do one day, actually. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you going to be, are you the hotel person traveler or are you the backpacker? I'm a little bit half half. You know? <laughs> I still I still want a working toilet, you know. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I still you know like uh I don't know if I will go and sleep in a like a hostel. I never Yeah. I think I would because in Sri Lanka we did a little bit of that. You know, we went all around and then we stayed at little you know little dinghy hotels or motels mm. or whatever. You know, <laughs> if that you want to call it motel. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, but no, I never did the actual backpacking. I never did it. Uh, I know a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine, they went to Thailand, they, they went to, uh, you know, those countries, they did the backpacking, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I never did it yet. Yeah. That's one thing I I don't regret it because I could probably do it someday. Okay. But that's one thing I, I should have done when I was younger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I must... I was like, I, I don't know how, what to do. I don't know where to go. I'm not going to go exactly. by myself, you know. Because for me, like uh, when, I, when I see backpackers, it's like, I think when you backpack, you're just going by the moment. You know, you mm-hmm. you have to be a very open person to go talk yeah. to people. You know, uh, you know, sometimes you end up in someone's house. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm, of course. You know? Just like there's a, the only thing that bothers me a little bit is some backpackers look at you like if you haven't done it, they look at you like, oh, oh what's wrong you with you? Haven't lived, or yeah, exactly. yeah, well, you haven't lived. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> lions are lions for a reason. Elephants are elephants for a reason. Exactly. Not everyone will do the same thing that you're doing. Exactly. You mentioned you like nature. Yes. And I know you're a photographer. I'm like an amateur photographer, you know, I I go around, you know, like when I see something, I, I guess my eye catches it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's more of a hobby. 
uh, you know, I don't have like crazy cameras or anything. And I, most of the pictures I take it with my phone, to be honest with you. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just go, but it's something that I don't know. I connect to it, hmm. you know, capturing that moment. And I like it when some people message me, oh, that, that photo, it's amazing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, inspires them, I guess. Yeah, man, all your photographs are like, whoa, man. I'm not oh, going to lie, you. it's so good. I'm like, he probably got this from a wallpaper website. <laughs> no, I, I, I do a little bit of editing. For sure, there's a little bit of editing. But um, the most important is the, the, the way you capture, right? The, mm. You know, some people, they take a photo, they take it crooked, and then they put it on Instagram. Like, oh, man, that's not how you, you know. It's yeah. like, you know, your background, you know, you, you see the horizon. It has to be straight. That's you know, your picture, to... by the way. Oh, it is. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you took a... That's... You know where I... I took that? Where? Over here, man, in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. see, this, you would Cap- think it's somewhere else. And like I, like think... I said, like your photographs are well done. Do you use Adobe? I do. I use Adobe, yeah. I have a, like a Lightroom, uh, Photoshop. I don't use Photoshop. I use mostly Lightroom, you know, just edit a bit the textures, you know, the color, little details. Mm-hmm. But that's about it, man, to be honest. Just to, I just enhance the colors just a bit. Yeah. How did you learn that? Honestly, uh, uh, trial and error, man. On my phone, mm. uh, seeing what apps they had, testing it out. I did look at a few videos, but honestly, trial and error. You just got to do it, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean... I don't know if you know, but I'm a amateur photographer too. Not as good as you, but I do it too. Okay. I don't okay. post it as much on Facebook. It's more on Instagram. Okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. So honestly, I have a DLSR. I have two. Okay. I use my phone. <laughs> it's so much easier. Man. You it's don't have so to... heavy. It's so heavy. Yeah, I know. It's. I mean, look, some people... The the real photographers, I see why they use it. It's uh, I mean the images are amazing. But if when I go on trips now, like I leave my uh, my DSLR at home, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Uh, I I got a new iPhone. It's just as good. Yeah. And uh, I prefer it like that, man. It's yeah, it's it's more portable, you know. Does, yeah. But for editing, I only use Snapseed. I have Snapseed also. That's all I use, bro. Yeah. I'm not sophisticated. I'm not smart like you. <laughs> you know what What I actually use? To be honest with you, most of the pics, I use the iPhone photos. Like I go in photos. And, you know, it says edit. I use that. That's I use all the, you use. Most of the time, I just use that. Just, mm. just that to edit the pictures. It's honestly uh, just a few little touches. That's all a picture needs, you know? Yeah, you're right. I remember I have this... A picture that I took, these two spires of electricity, like the hydroelectricity. Okay. Yeah. And like, oh, you know, it's leveled, it's it's balanced and everything. So I took a picture and it was super dark. It's like, really, I just like the look, but the picture doesn't have anything. And I started fixing it a little bit. It's probably one of my favorite pictures. Oh, the, the, you know, now you're talking about that picture. It reminds me of this one picture I took when mm. I went to India. I don't know if you saw it. If you go maybe on my Facebook, you'll see it. It was in India. I went to see a town with my friend because mm. he wanted to go. He brought me to the town where his dad was born. Oh, nice. This is up North India. So this is a Punjabi, Punjab, India. 
mm-hmm. completely different from my culture you know and it was like a little narrow street path like a brick road and uh, like only a car can pass through it one car <laughs> and in and within that street there's you know a few little houses you know and it was around evening 7 pm you know the sun was just like the background of what you have you know mm. it's a like pinkish a sky and i just see a bunch of little kids you know they were in a group it reminded mm. me of me when i was a kid mm. you know but they were looking at me you know they're just curious uh, cuz you know they see someone from another from outside dark skin yeah. you know yeah, they know they I'm, know you're not from yeah. there yeah i know and then i'm looking at the the, the electricity on the top cuz they're all like wires going everywhere Mm-hmm. So I just took a picture. I was like, you know, this picture is something about this picture. Yeah. And people saw it. They're like, oh my god, this is a nice picture. You know, it's just, you know, the, it just showed the simplicity of life. Mm. You know, you, I'll you, check it out. I'll as, check it especially out. as a kid, you know, you just have your friends. That's all. There, that that's all there was. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Just your that friends was, running around exactly, doing exactly. stupid shit, getting in trouble. Yeah. But yeah, like. There's another one that I like that you took it. There's like a shipwreck of a boat. Oh, yeah, that that was here in uh Quebec. Mm. Yeah, the it's a shipwreck on Ile de Madeleine. Mm. It's the one with the sun uh, sun setting, right? Yeah, that's beautiful, yeah. man. Yeah, that was a a ship that crashed into the island and and it's been sitting there ever since the <laughs> 60s, 1960s. What made you decide to go to Ile Madeleine? Uh one because uh, it was covid-19 so I couldn't uh I couldn't leave right we couldn't travel out so I'm like you know what now's the perfect chance to go uh to Ile de Madeleine mm. you know uh, I had two weeks off it was me and another friend and we decided you know what let's just go and just me I wanted to go take pictures of the place I want oh, okay. you know I wanted to also show my friends look this there's a place like this that exists here Mm-hmm. you know in your backyard you know it's a bit it's a few hours uh, a couple of hours away but so i went there you know it's a different it's a, you know a small town but you know it's all french canadians uh the landscape was beautiful man honestly you know the, it's it's like three islands connected together by this sandy uh thin strip of sand that's a road wow you know so you're driving you just see uh, the ocean on one side and a water like a bay on the other side you know mm-hmm. and uh, for me it was as beautiful as perfect for taking pictures you know <laughs> be in your space you know yeah is that your favorite place to ever been definitely yeah it's definitely one of my favorite i think uh, my second best place i've been what's number one number one It's Sri Lanka, man. <laughs> to be course, honest, man. Sri Lanka, homeland. And, and the reason, one of the reason why is I didn't explore enough of Sri Lanka. To be honest with you, mm. and uh, the landscape was beautiful, but there was still so much more to see. Oh, I of think course. I, I saw maybe thirty percent of the country. Mm. So Sri Lanka was definitely my first, and then Ile de Madeleine is my second. Yeah. That's awesome. And I got to go to Philippines though. That's uh, oh, it's on my list. Let me know, we'll hook you up. Yeah. But so I think we're getting there. 
Is there anything would you like to add that has uh, not been asked or topics that you want to talk about? I'm trying to see what else is uh now you know uh you know now growing up now I, I, anyways I'm in my thirties there. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to see how to keep that. I'm thinking a lot these days, you know. You know, especially you know when you ask me about the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. about the you know life of uh, uh, immigrants, uh, son or parent or whatever, mm-hmm. is how I'm gonna teach what I know in the future, right? You know, I, right now I don't have kids or anything, but if I have kids one day, it's like you know, there's something you wanna show them, right? Mm-hmm. It's like um, you. I mean, you got to get some kids. Yeah. Uh, have they? Have you? Have they ever seen uh, Philippines? Have they ever gone? Yeah. Uh, oh, the... la, two years ago we went back. Okay. They loved it. Okay. See, so me, like, if I have kids, I have to bring them to Sri Lanka. You know, it's, it's this is something I never thought about. Mm. But after going there, I'm like, okay, if I have kids, I have to bring them here. I have to show them, mm-hmm. you know, this side of the world. Yeah. You know. It's important, you know. Before for me, it was, I'm a Canadian, you know, and this is my culture. That's it, you know. It's uh, the French Canadian culture, or you know, whatever it is. Hmm. It is. Uh, now it's important for me to bring that my parents' culture, because hmm. my parents were always up my like, yeah, you know, you have to keep this culture going, hmm. right? Whatever the culture they came from and what I've grown up, but. I know eventually, you know, I can't control it, right? You know, your kids gonna have kids, and mm-hmm. it's gonna. So for me, it's important that you know you gotta teach them, you know, where the history. Yep, history is important. It's very because they they understand you more. Exactly where you come from. Why why does daddy act like that? Why why does daddy yells all the time? Yeah. <laughs> When he speaks, yeah. he sounds like he's yelling. So I tell right. my kids, that's how we speak. It's like we're yelling, you know. Oh, also, oh, do you have anything to add for that topic? No, no, no you're no. good. I just want to ask you quickly. Yeah. What do you do for a living now? So, me, I work in an aerospace company. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, I'm a supervisor, so I manage. I manage people. Um, I've been there seven years now. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was always fascinated. Like, uh, I, you know, as growing up, I was very good with my hands. I like mm-hmm. to build stuff. That was one one of my things I enjoyed. Uh, so school. With with uh, when I was at school, I, I didn't have the best grades. Yeah. Why? Actually, in high school, I didn't have the best grades. In elementary school, I did. But in high school, I didn't have the best grades. So, you know, I didn't really go to, like, I went to college, university, but I never finished it. Mm. So I was like, but I always remembered, I always liked to build stuff and, Mm. you know, work with my hands. So I I went into the aerospace. You know, Mm. I went to a little trade school. You know, I learned, uh, I learned how the aerospace industry works. So I got a job. And so I, I worked, uh, I started off on the floor, uh, but, you know, two years later, I started moving up, you know, I become, I became a lead, you know, I had my own team, mm-hmm. 
you know, I started to become more open, you know, dealing with people, how to lead people, I guess, you know, how to get people to do what you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, in the beginning, it was a challenge because I'm a, I'm a younger guy and the team that they gave me was all older guys, you know, <laughs> all like, you know, some of them were disgruntled 60 year old men, you know, or, yeah. you know, who, you know, screwed the system or, you know, so I'm like, okay, how do I get them to be productive, you know, mm-hmm. and easily enough, you know, I, what I learned is sometimes you have to let the guys do what they got to do. You know, you, you tell them, look, I want this done, but let them do it in their way, mm. you know? And for me, it worked. In the end, it, it worked in my advantage because I didn't bother them too much. I told them what it needs to be done and they got it done, you know? Yeah. Whereas some leaders, you know, they want it done their way. Yep. You know, so, you know, it was like my parents, you know, it's like, no, you got to do it like this and like that. And that's it. <laughs> but... You know, so me, I think from what my parents' uh, upbringing and my, you know, my experience through school and everything, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a bit more open and I'll let these guys do what they got to do. Let them perform their skills. Mm-hmm. And and that's how I got people to, I became more of a people person. Mm. I, I, I like to connect with people instead wow. of just going, okay, just do this and do that. I like to connect with people, see, you know, what they're about, their their background, their history. Uh, I guess they, they feel more important, right? Mm-hmm. When when their boss or their leader or is uh, actually ask them about about those topics or those things. Yeah. They feel like they're being respected. Exactly. You know? Not just and a number. They, exactly. So that's, that's so, uh, you know, a few years I was a lead hand. You know, uh, then I became a supervisor. Mm-hmm. So this is a now this is a, a different role because now you're a supervisor. You have to lead the leads mm. who are who are leading the teams of uh, skilled hand uh, hand skilled operators. You know, so now this is a complete dynamic because the lead hands have their way of leading. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm trying to teach them how to uh, lead. You know, of course, again. This is where I learned that not everybody has to lead how I led. Because for a moment I had, I was struggling. I was trying to get them to lead how I was a lead hand. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I was becoming like a parent. <laughs> well, you are essentially. You know? Uh, and then, you know, within that one year, I started to learn, okay, you know, there's some things should stay as is with that person. You know, if that's how they lead and it works, let it be, but just teach them the certain things that are no good, you know, just coach them, mm-hmm. you know, but don't try to change their natural way, mm-hmm. right? Because they have a natural way is because of their upbringing, right? So, and honestly, I think that is the key. That is why I found success as a supervisor now. You know, I'm not afraid of it anymore because before I was afraid, you know, because now you're, you're, you're leading people uh, be, you know, you had to make sure they're here on time. You know, you had to question them why they're not on time, or you know why they say certain things. You know, disciplinary actions, or and also you know congratulating them too, right? It's not just uh, you have to tell you have to tell them you know good job, good work. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you have to uh, compliment those people, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think for my age, it's an interesting position. I'm 30, uh, I think at 31, I got that job. Mm. Uh, most of the people are older than me, you know? Congratulations, man. So it's interesting. It's good. I I think definitely my upbringing brought me to that. Mm. You just, yeah, I mean, you're a smart dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> you know? Like not like the way I like the what you said that, you know, you can't make them do what you want to do the way you want them to do it. Exactly. They have their own ways. Yeah. You know, I, as long as it gets like, done. Exactly. And it's like, you know, I, I read somewhere, you know, you know, why are you hiring someone and then changing them? You're hiring them because, they, you know, for their skills or what they can bring to the table. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like we hired them and then we cha- we try to change them. Mm-hmm. That's that's you know? beautiful, man. That's awesome. Yes. So I think so, we're getting there. Do you have any last remarks or parting message for the listeners? Uh, uh, you know what? Honestly, you know, everybody has a different upbringing, especially as a from an immigrant point of view or an immigrant when you were born in an immigrant family. Uh, I had it easy. I, I, I mean, not super easy, but it wasn't the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, there's worse situations. There's, you know, where there's people grew up in a family that's super strict. You know, you couldn't do, you know, it's like they didn't have a choice. You know, me, I had a choice because I fought for my choice. Mm. You know, I, you know I, I became rebellious and eventually my parents realized, okay, that's the way he's going to be. You know? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, to the listeners out there, you know, it's okay to, you know, it, sometimes you got to be proud of where you came from and not to have regrets also. Mm. You know, it's like sometimes some people are like, oh, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. But sometimes you have to live, you have to go through that to be who you are now. That's right. You know, uh, that's what I would say, you know, uh, be proud of where you came from. Mm-hmm. Wise words from a wise man. Again, thank Arun, <laughs> thank you for doing the podcast. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks a lot. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, to be honest, I was very, uh, I wasn't sure. I'm like, oh, what am I going to talk about? You know, mm. you know, I was uh, really, I was like, uh, you sure, Aaron? You know, you want me? I'm going to be boring, you know? That's not true. <laughs> no one uh, is boring. I, exactly. And then, you know, uh, when you told me, I'm like, you know what? Let me think about it. I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. And I was thinking, I'm like, okay, what am I going to talk about? Mm. Then I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know what? My life is a good, there is a story. Yeah, exactly. There is something, you know, and you know what? Let me do it. Let's do it. I'm happy. I'm glad and I'm grateful that you do it. Again, thank you again and have a good evening. Thank you, sir. Bye. Cheers. Again, Aaron, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is Aaron Deliosa for An Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys later.